to be in the world protest. You know, it's Halloween. I guess everyone's entitled to one good scare, huh? There's no more room in hell. The dead will walk here. Look at me, Damien. It's all for you. <laughs> Welcome to season two, man. Grab your buds and grab some bud, because tonight we're going tripping in the woods. Peace, love, and a word from our killer sponsor. This episode is brought to you by... And now, a PSA from your local sheriff's office for Halloween trick-or-treating. Happy Halloween, everyone. Let's have a safe one. Safety tip number one. Never enter a stranger's house. Question, officer. What if they have extra candy inside? No, no, no. You still should never enter a stranger's house. But I'm talking like king-sized bars. I'm talking candy you can't finish in one sitting. No, no. You will disappear and never see your parents again. So all positives from where I'm standing, where are these houses located? All right, all right, I'm done, I'm done. Cut it, we're done, we're done here. Secret houses with the fattest candy bars, man. Why would you go home? I'm sure they got Wi-Fi. All right, welcome back to Trippin' in the Woods Horror Podcast, <laughs> Season 2, <laughs> Episode 7. Before I get into the episode and what movie we're going to do, welcome our spooky people to October. This is our time to shine. Let me introduce the panel we have today in the woods. He is looking mighty fine today. Hair is glistening. Michael Niebauer, how are you? Pretty good. You know, ready, ready. You know, it's we're already in October, so you know we're in our prime time right prime now. Prime time, baby. I love it. All right, and then we got Stephen. How are you, man? I'm very, <laughs> very excited to be here. I'm so happy to be here. Happy Halloween, everybody. Happy Halloween to my ghouls and ghosts out there. This is your host with the most. This is the Steve Gooley out there. <laughs> <laughs> what movie are we doing, Stephen? Uh, we are doing 2007's Rob Zombie, written and directed Halloween. The lead singer of White Zombie, who at, at the time had about, if I'm not if I'm not wrong, had two writing directing credits beforehand. It was House of Thousand Corpses. I believe Devil Rejects came before this, and he was still was kind of a new player to the scene, so it was quite controversial. It's actually curious looking at all the different ways they wanted to go after Resurrection. There yes. was a couple ideas floating around out there. And uh, I know, Nibar, this, will, this one will get you jacked, but they had a crossover idea for Hellraiser and Halloween. Oh, God. Somebody somebody get him a book. Somebody get him an old textbook because it's about to get one to six real quick. I know. Or one He's to four. Cover one up, to, one yeah. to three and a half. Put a couple pair of underwear on to keep that thing down. Uh, <laughs> Clive Barker. And you know what? If you guys if you guys do a little research, you'll see that Clive Barker actually started kind of writing it. And yeah. he was trying to come up with a way that to organically kind of bring them together. And of course, being Clive Barker and being the sexual he went deviant sexual. he is. I yeah, know. He, he, goes, he goes sexual with everything. Clive Barker's probably the weirdest guy to hang out at parties. It's almost like <laughs> hanging out with Nebauer at parties. I, I feel there, like I have hung out with yeah, Clive. Yeah. You're sitting there having like two <laughs> drinks. You used to have two drinks and who'd be like, hey man, let me show you this Instagram chick that like does stuff from her bathtub. And you're like, what? Two drinks and an airhead, man. <laughs> that is two drinks and an so airhead. So Clive Barker did kind of 
don't want to Bla and and Blaze <laughs> Blaze, you might know more information, but Clyde Barker was trying to make him like a sexual deviant yeah. that found like the Leviathan cube at like a teenage years, and that's how he got like the powers, but the Cenobites were after him and yeah, that's that was a cool direction. I thought that would have been I don't know if it would have worked, but I thought it was cool. So it was one of the, like, demons or whatever escaped uh, hell from Pinhead and went into Michael Myers and pretty much turned him to what he is. And Pinhead and the Cenobites are out there trying to get him back because, you know, they don't like it when someone escapes, which I love the idea. I love that idea. Besides, he's like, he has to be a sexual predator. <laughs> like, they like, really pushed that part on Michael. But, uh... I love that idea because he didn't just want a confrontation of Pinhead versus Michael. He wanted yeah. something else going, and so he wrote something. Very interesting idea. A lot better than, than some of the other ones out there. Like I said, they floated a couple out there. So they had one where Michael Myers actually ends up killing Busta Rhymes and Josh Hartnett's character and Sheriff Lee Brackett go on a hunting spree to go after Michael Myers. Busta Rhymes doing a karate kick. And then electrocuting yeah. Michael Myers' balls to fucking defeat him is a terrible way to end the franchise. So I think we would have all loved to see Buster Rhymes get murdered. Still liked it better than ends. <laughs> hey, hey, I think that's a three for three. He, he can jump that in. That's one. a three for three. I feel like Resurrection still is better than Halloween ends. Trick or treat, motherfucker. Somehow they did it, man. They were like, you know the lowest bar ever, Resurrection? We're going lower. <laughs> we're going lower. We're going to make the movie not about Michael Myers. The not, entire yeah, Michael's movie. not going to be in it. It's going to be about this guy who gets beat up by a bunch of nerds. And then he gets and somehow mask. steals Michael Myers' powers. <laughs> yeah. yeah he's the, oh, steals God. Michael Myers' powers. All right, so yeah, we are doing Rob Zombie's Halloween 2007, which divided the fan base a little bit. A lot of people felt like, oh, I didn't want to see Michael as a kid. I didn't want you to try to explain everything away. At the end of the day, they said, Rob Zombie, make the movie you want to make. And he did. And this is a very fucking zombie film. <laughs> I would say this. I would say this. Halloween 2 gets a lot more Rob Zombie-ish, if you had to say, than Halloween. Well, 100%, dude. Apparently, Halloween, before he did Halloween 2, Halloween was the worst fucking set he ever worked on. He was just tired of studio heads over him. I had to deal with that a lot when I made the two Halloween movies. Like, my phone was ringing all the time when I'm on set working. And it'd be like, we think it should be this. Reworking everything. That's why there's, like, two pretty different escape routes he filmed one that he wanted to do they didn't like it they changed it they fought against danny trejo's death like every step he got he got second guess and then it was a hit and then he's like all right halloween 2 can't be that bad because i made a hit they'll lean off him he said it was no, even fucking worse no way, exactly. because they were like yeah, no they were like you can't ruin the hit now you have to make it like this and he was just fucking done he did not want to do halloween 2 yeah i've seen in interviews where he talks about not even harvey and i know everyone i know everyone wants to make harvey as the villain the weinstein brothers but bob yeah. weinstein he was saying bob would call him every day and be like this is a piece of shit movie this is the shitty movie i've ever seen you talk about halloween he's like this is the shittiest movie i've ever seen and then when yeah. it when it came out and it and it broke all the records at the time for a horror movie a horror movie released yeah. on labor day weekend and it made 30 million dollars which was really good for its time and its budget they were like well it could have made 60 it could have made 60 if, <laughs> if, if, if we would have had input you know he was very turned off by that it wasn't like they were like you know oh you did really well okay here's the keys of the kingdom do what you want but 
I definitely think he got kind of free reign because Halloween 2, and I don't want to get into that with this discussion, Halloween 2 kind of goes a very different direction than, than Halloween. Oh, yeah, I think he was going, he was doing whatever the fuck he wanted to do, and he was done with listening, definitely in Halloween 2. First impression, Nebar. I liked it. I thought it was a fun movie. That's all I gotta, that's all I gotta say, man. I was pretty excited about this one. I do see that it could be controversial as far as like, if you're like a Halloween fan, maybe, but like coming on the outside, just being like a horror movie person, that was good. So first impression, Impression, Steven. I think the quintessential movie horror movie for me is the original Halloween. John Carpenter's Halloween, I think, is is perfect in almost any sense of a horror slasher movie. However, like you said, Blaze, when Rob Zombie's Halloween first came out, I was kind of a hater and I was a big fan of his definitely with The Devil's Rejects. House of Silent Corpses is a really good first movie. Devil's Rejects I absolutely love but I didn't like that imprint on Halloween at the time. Now going back and now getting the th- maybe you could say the, the taste of the third reboot in my mouth this tastes way better in my mouth. <laughs> How much of the mouth does it fill? And again you know re- revisiting it. Is it. Is it like the whole thing? Can you talk? So revisiting Rob Zombie's Halloween. If it's in there. I liked it and I actually. Do you still have your tonsils? And actually, I like a lot of points here that Rob changes, you know, um, that we'll get into. But first impressions, I respect the remake. So, uh, yeah, no, I'm with you. Kind of stole my thunder there. Immediate reaction after walking out the theater. I think I was kind of against it a little bit because I I had such a a biased love for Michael Myers and the original and whatnot. But this one has definitely grown on me every year since. Like the more I I watch it, the more I talk about it, the more I love it. And I love his vision of it. It's a different Michael Myers. And I, I really don't get the backlash of it. And after watching this last trilogy, man, like Halloween Rob Zombie's version is shooting up the rankings for me if we ever did a top five in in the Halloween franchises it's up there for me it's in there so let's get into the Rob Zombie's 2007 remake of Halloween I already liked the idea of a prequel slash remake he took advantage this was the longest running Halloween film at the time I, I don't know if it still is different story ideas going along with trying to explain a little bit of the psychopath tendencies a lot of things that you see throughout this film you see as when he's a kid, you know, dissecting animals and whatnot. I really like that, that he, he's a watcher, he's a stalker. And that's not lost from the original. There's a lot of original elements. It's just him kind of, I guess, showing you where it comes from. And you can be like totally against it. Like, oh my God, no, I, I don't need to explain. Don't explain that to me. He's a supernatural creature. It's a different Michael. So let's get into it. Right away, it opens up with the quote. The darkest souls are not those which choose to exist within the hell of the abyss, but those which choose to break free from the abyss and move silently among us. This is Michael. He's that supernatural force. And I'm sorry that you got to see him as a kid and <laughs> talk a little bit. I just don't get how you can hate on this one and be like, yeah, no, Curse of Thorns kind of cool. It tried to explain shit too, okay? Just a different fucking way. So I'll say this. I like I like that Curse of Thorns tried to explain. Like, I like, again, I get it. You want to hate on that? I, I do. And it, and it was done kind of bad. It was wonky. But I like, like you said, I like that they try to give you an explanation about this curse. I love the Curse of Thorns so much. I went and got, I found someone to do a tattoo for me. I actually liked showing 
knowing Michael's background as a kid. And he didn't talk that much. I like his connection with Laurie Strode as a baby, and he calls her Boo. I like Michael coming from an effed up home. Nurture versus nature, we can argue, we can have that talking point if we want. I, I actually liked it. I, I, I don't see how that takes away from Michael's mystique. I know John Carpenter might disagree with me. Well, at first, he even told Rob Zombie to go with his own idea. I think regardless of the environment that this person was in, he was going to be exactly the way he was. So even if he was, like, born into, like, a nice family, per se, no, he's still going to be a killer. He was already messed up to begin with, and that was clear based on his, like, actions and stuff when he was a child. So they were they were witnessing the things that he was doing, but he would have been the same regardless of where you put him. No, I agree with you. I think it got hyper like it rapidly evolved into his killer form quicker with the environment i think he was gonna be that you know deranged type of person but maybe not as quickly as halloween killing his sister killing his stepdad killing the boyfriend i think there was a perfect storm and dr loomis kind of talks about it later on that this perfect storm created him i think it was there and it was gonna happen regardless but maybe not as quick as i don't know how old he was maybe uh, 13 14 or whatever but yeah i agree with you it's gonna happen and and technically if you look at it from a perspective outside of like someone who doesn't know the family he's the fucking shape he's the shape to annie to linda to anyone who sees that they don't have an explanation just because we got the got it as an audience doesn't mean he's not a fucking like unnatural beast of a of an animal to everyone else in that universe no one knows who the fuck he is besides dr loomis that's the only guy who knows his history so it still works i think for me i i think he the dr loomis uh is the only one that kind of knows his background and stuff but even then he doesn't know him like he stopped talking to him for yeah. like a really long time so yeah they would do those sessions together and stuff but he couldn't really get into the mind of michael myers if we're going to compare uh dr loomis's obviously i love donald pleasant's original dr loomis that boy's eyes was purely and simply ethereal I, I thought malcolm mcdowell's version i loved actually and and i liked the, him being a younger doctor who's trying to kind of make a name for himself and I, I think he was trying to reach him i think like you said i you know michael shuts him out of, at some point and i think he kind of gets caught up in trying to become rich and famous from it with the book and everything yeah. and that's what they try to sell you on yeah i don't think he reached him any less than donald pleasant sam loomis i feel like he still did reach out to him and i feel like he did know him on a level that no one else knew him the music's great this whole soundtrack is great except for one one position we could talk about one one song choice the hurt song no i love that song no i think that's a terrible choice it was bad it was bad it was so obvious yes first of all it is a terrible choice for when he's a killer and he just killed his sister i love and, it and the guy second of all it's a weird choice with his mom stripping this is before he does the like, killing but yeah it was yeah yeah okay you're right but that's, <laughs> that, that was the weirdest choice by far that was the no, weirdest I choice love it. music i love it because every time i hear it now i think of that that montage man yeah i've, I've <laughs> met girls that are like oh you like your your blazes your blazes brother and i'm like yeah he's like he likes to play this song we're in bed and i'm like that's <laughs> the weirdest thing i ever heard of my life love Love hurts. Love right, so, stars. So I, I, the acting is terrific up and down every single character, but I actually didn't really dig the Dr. Loomis that much in this one. I did. I like Malcolm McDonald. I didn't like him. I like my Donald Pleasance, and I know Rob Zombie mentioned that like Donald Pleasance's Loomis was just there to be really dramatic, to say a dramatic He was. Line. He was. And, he and was. I'm fine with that. You know what? Give me Malcolm McDowell doing that. I don't need him. Like It just seemed like he was profiteering, just wanted so to make a book. So you're going to say... And, 
hold on, hold on. So you're going to say, let's take all the... And I'm going to tell you this right now. Rob did a great job casting this movie because there are so many heavy hitters. There's so yeah. many people that are... Well, he works with from, a lot of them. Yeah, but no, but I'm saying from Leslie Easterbrook, who's famous from the Police Academy movies, to Daniel Harris, who obviously had her fame with the previous... Halloween. Halloween movies. And I, and I want to give him a special shout-out. Skylar Gizondo. Yes, Tommy uh, Doyle. The, the little Tommy Doyle. Hell yeah. He went on to be... I love him in Booksmart. I love him yes. in... Righteous Gemstones. Righteous Gemstones. I love him in the Vacation movie. One of the most funny scenes I love in the Vacation movie is when his little brother takes him up with the, <laughs> with the bag. He's he's a good actor. I think he's really funny. In Booksmart and the Righteous Gemstones, I think he really takes the cake. And he's a little kid in this movie. I did not recognize him at all until I like, looked I did. Up. I did. He's also in the Query video game. It's a horror video game he's in. Okay. He's a good actor. I like him. I, I was shocked. That, that was a new one re-watching this that was for me too that was for me so so here's what i'm gonna say though with the acting so the acting is top notch i think across the board i mean the sheriff is freaking chucky brad yes yeah, chucky chucky's voice chucky's famous voice brad dorif but anyways the acting is top notch here's what i'd say the worst actor it is not michael McDowell. don't say saber tooth it is well so tyler Maine, i think is a very weak michael myers no I'm he's willing great to, no i'm willing to fight that one you're crazy and i kept thinking this is saber tooth from the original action movie from the 1990s action mm -hmm. movie i'm like why am i looking at saber tooth in a mask However, the worst acting, the worst acting by far is freaking Sherry Moon Zombie. What? Let's call the let's call the no kettle black. Way. Let's call no. the hot black. Okay, no. Sherry Sherry no. Zombie is a no. terrible actress terrible that's a separate anger that you have she's playing her fucking role perfect yeah i think i think she did exactly what she needed yeah. to do in this movie she's just she's just yelling for I no reason exactly. i don't i don't listen listen freaking what are you yelling for no reasons we they were in, it was a broken hole and the guy was abusive kitchen. and he what was you a talking drunk? about <laughs> like, you know uh, you heard that yelling like, what are you freaking clint, clint howard was more compelling as a doctor than she was as a stripper that tells you how bad her acting was i thought you were gonna go after tyler main which is also ludicrous because he was terrific he was great as michael myers he's, he's awesome because he's big and imposing and i agree with that and i and he, in the first head tilt he's intimidating first head tilt when he's wearing the orange mask which i love by the way we can talk about that in a yes. minute I, I think he's imposing and i love that Super but i don't think yeah. he gave me the the michael though he didn't give me the shape okay. you know but i'm gonna go sherry moon zombie terrible worst actor in the movie or the mom who played the mom the mom was a terrible actress too the, the one that she had the worst death the, too. the worst death <laughs> the worst death yes her her death was like he like massaged her head and she died he was like where's Lori? and she's like i'm not gonna tell you you tiny dick bitch and then he just like snaps <laughs> her neck <laughs> i think she got thrown around for a bit too man it wasn't just that <laughs> yeah she got but thrown around the next snap was what killed her it was weird but there's a couple weird ones but that's that supernatural strength i guess man he like just throws people up against a wall and blood like shoots out of everywhere let's get through the opening so we have the opening sherry moon zombies apparently screaming for no reason even though we can see the broken fucking home dick of a stepfather of a of a husband or whatever he is boyfriend by the way shout out to my boy dag Furch. yes dag he killed Furch it. i loved it great great young michael yeah. and right now he's like musician Check him out on his Instagram. I followed his Instagram a little bit. I checked him out. He's kind of weird, but his, his name is... His name is Dake Furch. His name is Dake Furch. What do you want me to do about Dake that? Dake Furch. How about this, though, man? Then we get to the bully scene in the bathroom. I, I was like, man, this fucking bully looks so familiar, and I could not pinpoint it until I finally looked it up. Maybe that was another surprise, was finding out who the fuck that kid was. Turns out that's fucking Spy Kids, man. That's the main kid in Spy Kids. I was like, no way. It blew me away. He was really trying to separate out of Spy Kids. No, it's kids. not. Like, I don't believe you. I don't believe you. Who's, it is. Who's look the it up. bully? The main Holy kid in Spy crap. Kids. Holy yeah. crap. It is the <laughs> 
yeah. from Spy Kids. You know what's funny? And, and again, I wrote this down. I'm like, listen, man, that's the one scene I'm not even, I don't feel bad because the bully was a piece of, of shit. Of course not, yeah. And then I was like, but there's something about it. There's even more. He looks like he saved the world a couple times in three films before. But no, he looks like an annoying little kid. He looks like an annoying little kid. Like, who the fuck spits in a scully and throws it? And I love Spy Kids. And I love it for Alexa Vega. <laughs> Alexa Vega and me, it got me through a lot of oh, things in God. life with Spy Kids. So you got to make that turn, bro. <laughs> 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 He's got a one-way street. I can't believe the bully is from Spy Kids. That is very the wild. The bully is the main kid in Spy Kids. That fucking blew me away, too. Here's what I want to say this about the bully. So the bully deserved it, all right? Who spits in someone's skull and throws it for no fucking reason, okay? <laughs> like, literally, come on. I thought that was so hilarious. That it was so no freaking sense. funny. It made no sense. It did. It made no sense. Because I'm like, what, is he just fighting everybody? Like, He's not even like, a big what guy. What's going like on? If he was like The Rock and he spit in my skull, okay, get it. But you're a tiny kid. Like, do you just want to fight everybody? And with that being said, okay, we're saying you're complaining that Michael has problems at home. This kid has problems at home. No, say it again, Ronnie. Deborah Myers. When Deborah Myers gets brought to the principal's office and he's like, listen, your kid's a killer. <laughs> and she's like, no, he's not. And the whole evidence scene is fucking hilarious to me. And I wish it ran like 10 minutes longer where she's like, no, he's not. And then he brings out the fucking, you know, like, like uh, he brings out the pictures of the dead animals. And she's like, well, those, he could have just took those. And then he brings out like, I forget what he brings out next, but I just was thinking in my head, I'm like, the third one, she was like, give an excuse to you. Then he brings out like the weapons with blood on them. Here's this knife. And then she's like, well, he could have just found that and tried to get it away from the bad guy. And then the next evidence was like a signed confession that said, I love killing things. Sign your son. You know, like... <laughs> That would actually be pretty funny. I just, I kept watching, I watched that scene where the evidence, I called it the evidence scene, and I thought it was so hilarious that the, the principal kept bringing shit out of the drawer. Well, that, that's South Park, that's Stan's mom, when the goldfish is killing everything, and they think it's Stan, and the mom yeah, keeps burying yeah. all the bodies. Oh, it's not my yeah. son, it's not my son. <laughs> so yeah, let's jump around a little bit, because we're spending a lot of time in this prequel part, but we gotta get at least through the killings, the opening killings that... That open up the original Halloween, you know, in that house. In the original Halloween, he kills his sister. This one, there's a couple more bodies to bag up. He kills that stepfather. I love how he tapes him up because he he is scared of this guy. This guy is is an asshole. He's very intimidating. He tapes him up so fucking much just in case cutting his fucking throat doesn't work and whatnot. I know, I know, I know. Yeah, so he, it shows that he's still a kid. He's still learning his things. But man, the way he like looks over his body as he's cutting his throat. A lot of what the critics say this movie wasn't scary, and I'm like, I'm at a loss of words of like, what the fuck do you find scary? Like, does it have to be a jump scare for it to be scary? Because this is terrifying. And right after that, he's looking out the window, and there's trick or treaters walking by, and there's just a clown kid staring out the window. That's fucking with the knife, yeah. But yeah. you could be walking by a house and not even know that the dude just killed oh, his dad so in the chair. Yeah, no, that yeah that's a scary. fucked up scene that I don't think people understood. I'll say yeah. this: so William Forsythe, the one who plays like the stepdad or whatever. First of all, that's yeah. a phenomenal. Actor. Actor. He was in The Rock. That guy was in fucking Dick Tracy. That guy was in Boardwalk Empire, which I love. Raising Arizona. But I don't get why the kid... I, I, I know you say there's justification... He taped him for like it had to be hours. How did he yeah. not wake up first of all when he was getting taped? Oh up? yeah, come on. Yeah, see, I thought yeah, he was he drunk is. and passed out, and then he yeah. got taped. So I thought he taped him up. He was gonna just stab him up, but it was just a quick throat slash. Yeah, but he he did it so he could yeah. look at okay. him. 
and he okay, did it so okay. he knew that he did it. Like he took his mask off, you know, and he's just like, yeah, <laughs> if bitch. If you listen to the news report afterwards, though, they do mention besides the throat slit, he does have a couple other stab wounds. So he oh, did go back at him. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he had like stabbed in the, in the face, face with the chest. Yeah, yeah, the face and the chest, yeah. So he got fucked up even more. So, so. let's get to the, the scariest scene of, of, of all this, like you said, with the early killings, is the sex scene. That's got to be the weirdest sex scene I've ever seen in my goddamn life, right? Really? So this guy, I forget his name, is with Judith Myers upstairs. Yeah, the boyfriend. You know, gets her gets her shirt off. You know, he's making the moves, and then he goes, close your eyes. Ooh. And he puts on a fucking William Shatner mask. Yeah, like, what the, What was that? It's Halloween. No, okay. okay. Yeah, Halloween. you never had sex with a mask on? Blaze is Blaze like, you never made that move? <laughs> That's my go-to. That's my go-to. Blaze, Blaze tells girls all the time to close their eyes and turn around, and he puts on the ghost face mask, and he does it from behind. You've been through 38 <laughs> Halloweens, and you haven't done anything with a mask on? Not with not with the Michael Myers mask, and not when you don't matter. know what a Michael Myers mask is. That was the big... Biggest, my biggest gripe with Rob Zombie's Halloween is not that, like, I like the backstory. I actually thought there's a lot of good things about the movie where he changes it up. That's the one that I don't get. I feel like he wedged that mask in so fucking hard. Like, there was no space for that mask. And he was like, this guy's gonna have this weird mask and he's gonna wear it. When he's banging his sister, it was Yeah, I did weird. find it, like, a little weird that he, yeah. where he got the mask from. I think they kind of, uh, maybe did a little bit better job of, like, why he started wearing that mask. Because it's just like, oh, he, he makes his own mask and then he just decides to settle on the settle on the, that one this it's is like, the mask he does kill his sister with so it does have more significance than any other mask he makes like in the original i like that i like that original clown mask where he kills his sister but okay if you don't like the reason for this one what's the reason in the original he finds it and puts it on he did no he just steals it from a store and rob zombie yeah, didn't want yeah. that he wanted more significance like for it he did, didn't want him to pick a random mask so here's the significance okay he finds this steals it from the store or his sister gets banged by some dirt bag with it on oh well he didn't know that he didn't watch them bang he did he Oh, he watched him. He was <laughs> he in the corner not. just... No, oh my god. Oh my god. You look love me way, to edit. You're like, yo, Blaze, <laughs> let me give you some shit to throw out <laughs> Hey, by the way, let's keep this in the episode. By the way, anybody know, anybody know the actress who played Judith Myers? No. No. She's the same actress, and this is what threw me off. This messed me up so hard. Because I, do, I, I don't want to see her topless. I don't want to see her naked. Cry with me, Oh, yeah, she's, she's Forrest Gump. She's the kid Jenny from Forrest Gump. Yeah. And her face looked like, just makes you think of Jenny from Forrest Gump. Jenny. Where she's running away from her dad who's touching yeah. her, and she's telling Forrest to pray in the cornfield, and she's like, you can sit here with me. You know, like, that's what I'm thinking of. And I'm like, I don't want to <laughs> see her naked. I don't want to see Michael stabbing her. I don't want to see this. That is Jenny from Forrest Gump. That is a very... Okay weird but cool casting by rob zombie okay yeah no I, I totally forgot about that one too but so i i do like the mask i think it always looks weird though it still looks weird to this day of the little kid wearing it i do like yes the a, kid, a kid looks weird wearing an adult mask yes but i love the dent 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 yeah like that was a perfect yeah i didn't find i didn't find when the kid was wearing the mask to be all yeah, that scary i agree i agree with you but no, no. but the clown mask was scary because it fit him i guess yeah but the yes. the bat man the bat to the boyfriend that first initial hit oh holy yeah. fuck oh, yeah. it's so jarring i love the camera movement with it 
He Dude. immediately goes Dude. in the fencing, brain Dude. damage, and he just keeps whacking. This you see kid. the foot twitch. You see the, that the, yeah. that, that, that that shot with the foot twitch. Yeah, that, I like that. That's I like brutal. That. I know. Like, man, I think the movie came out too soon because now I think now people would be more open to that. But when that came out back then, I don't think people were ready for zombie. Well, type yeah, jokes. because I feel like when it came out, you were you were in the era that it came out was like the gore horror era. So it was like the hostile movies. It was oh, like yeah, that yeah, kind yeah. of bullshit shit. I think if it came out now after. You watched any terrible horror movie from Ari Aster, you would probably watch okay. this and be like, This is way better than Hereditary. <sighs> All right. So you get the Don't Fear the Reaper, you got some Blue Oyster Cult. It's definitely better than Hereditary. I love that he does go up to Boo and say, Happy Halloween, Boo. Like, that's a really I love it. fucked up moment. Yeah, I thought that was cool. Again, I thought Rob Zombie did a good job he of did. kind of creating a new story for Michael. With Knocked it out the park. Lori. That's what I love about it because he didn't just want to do a rehashing. He knew he had to, had to have certain moments in this because it's a remake, but he also wanted to put a lot of his own fresh ideas and he got about 54 minutes of his own ideas in there and I love it. So now imagine coming home to that as a mom. Whoa. Like we never think about the parents in the OG because they're just like whatever. They come home. It's it's a it's a crazy moment. Tonight's brutal murders was described by police as Manson-like in its viciousness. Three people brutally murdered and a ten-year-old boy being held in custody. Brother just killed his sister. Holy shit! And then it jumps real quick all the way to the 15 years later. This one, man, we gotta fucking watch this mom try to deal with the loss of her whole family and still deal with going to see her son in in you know pretty much a jail and try to raise a baby like by herself. Like that is brutal. I know, and I did watch it. I, I think she did a, a pretty good job with the acting because she was all over the place. And I think you would be in that in that case because you'd just be like, what what is going on? From one you know, like horror disaster to another piece. You just, you know, you just and can't so, do it. Yeah, that's why I'm, I'm wild on, on the acting part, man, because I think she kills it in this. And then also when Michael ends up killing the nurse, when they think they, they, you know, maybe it was a mistake. If there's any kind of hope that she ever had, it fucking goes away when she tries to take his mask off and he screams in her face. Holy fuck. Yeah, that's Holy true. Holy fuck. And that's when she kills herself. So that's the second act. So we get the second act. I mean, the first scrap I have is that stupid nurse. You literally, I don't give a crap <laughs> if it's a kid. I don't give a crap it's if a it's kid. a fucking potato. If you're in an insane asylum, you don't turn your back to anybody. You don't turn your back to anybody. You got those killer potatoes? Is that like, where, where yes, does that happen? Yes, yes, killer potatoes. It's a, it's a favorite cartoon you used to love watching called Killer Potatoes. And that girl, that lady just turns her back to this fucking homicidal kid who murdered people. And he, she deserves to get stabbed in the neck. Before we jump into the second act, let's finish the first act with this question. Here's my question for you guys. You see Michael sitting down before he kills his sister, before he kills his stepdad, and he's eating a combination of circus peanuts and candy corn. Those have to be by far the two worst Halloween candies in the world. Which would you say is worse and why? Circus peanuts or candy corn? Circus peanuts. I say circus peanuts. I'll eat candy corn all day. I'll eat candy corn. Circus peanuts is what the fuck is that? <laughs> I don't know it's what an it abomination. Is. I, don't know. <laughs> I think I had them when I was little, and I was just like really disappointed. And now I just associate it with yeah. just being awful. So I don't exactly yeah. remember what it tastes like. It's but I know it was it's really bad. <laughs> I know it was awful. To me, it's like when you when you quiz somebody like on Star Wars, and you're like, oh, like where's Yoda from? And they they're like, uh, Chewbacca. They don't know shit. So like to me, like it's so easy for people. <laughs> it's so. <laughs> Who said that answer? Whoever gave the answer. 
<laughs> Where's Yoda from? No, uh, Chewbacca's not back. Nobody's <laughs> ever given that answer. Is he is no dad? One, yeah, no, no one's ever so, given so that this, answer. I did meet a girl one time, and she said she's really into Star Wars. I said, oh, you're really into Star Wars? That's cool. <laughs> Who's your favorite character? And she said, Chewbacca. And I said, well, where's Chewbacca from? And she said, from Star Wars. And I was like, <laughs> you piece of shit. You don't know anything. If you think Chewbacca's from Star Wars, he's from Kashyyyk, you motherfucker. So, yeah, that's but, a hard one. Come that's on. not a hard one. That's an easy one, especially the prequels. Prequels take place in Kashyyyk. So, but anyways, yeah, not for a general audience. But anyways, I think dick. it's super easy for people to try to pick on candy corn. Like, I think that's like the always the inside joke with Halloween. They're like, oh, it's candy not corn shit, candy corn shit. It's not good. It's not good. It's fucking flavored wax. But circus <laughs> peanuts is way worse. And everybody <laughs> wants to just pass by circus peanuts. And they're served year round, man. Like, who's eating them? They don't even serve them at the circus. I think it's kind of like Whoppers. Whoppers are like pretty. Whoppers awful are offer. Whoppers are off. Anyone who sucks down Whoppers is is definitely definitely has a problem. They're they're psycho. Yeah. If they if they milk duds, oh, milk duds are so nasty. Milk duds okay. and whoppers are for serial killers. So, what's your favorite candy from Halloween? I love like Halloween themed candy. So I like when like Reese's has like the bat shaped candy, okay. the bat shaped Reese's cups. I love when Hershey's does like the bat shape and the you know the skeleton shape so i'm cool with that i'm a chocolate guy so i, I ride with that yeah candy corn i can eat but nobody likes whoppers whoppers are the right, worst. Nibar, did you get enough of a break to think about that one <laughs> yeah i did so um i actually like quite a bit of different candy so like uh snickers i i like snickers um so that's always good and then like starburst skittles and then the little the little twizzler or the little licorice ew, ones are ew, pretty good ew. twizzlers not licorice twizzlers the little twizzlers ones michael's trying to think like what is what is a hot dog flavored candy <laughs> <laughs> gotta be in a lollipop form i would say the circus peanuts man i fucking love when i see those in my <laughs> you're a liar you're a liar blaze give me real candy blaze sucking them jolly ranchers blaze sucking oh them i didn't jolly think ranchers. oh I, I i thought we were just gonna bypass blaze on this one no no, no we have to do it because you guys shitted on it for some reason but fucking whoppers are great man malt, malt chocolate's amazing <laughs> yeah dude, nobody I, likes no fucking way no fucking That's way so there's no way nobody so likes whoppers what is it even made out of? Malt, baby. You can get it in your shake, in a milkshake. Ask for malt in your milkshake, bro. It's like a Whopper infused in it. It's great. Whoppers are for people that love the flavor of chocolate-covered rat shit. Are you serious with Whoppers? <laughs> I do love Whoppers. You're a fucking psycho, dude. <laughs> fucking Whoppers, man. I've never met anybody that likes that candy. Not one person. I've known you for so long, too, and you kept that a secret. <laughs> when you guys were shitting on it, I thought it was a joke. That's why. I was like, what? Really? No, no. They're, they're definitely disgusting. After the nurse kill, Deborah Myers does the suicide, and you hear the baby screaming, man... That's such a fucking crazy moment. Yeah, that was a pretty tough scene. Intense. So now we get to the breakout scene. So depending on which one you watched, you have these prisoner movers, the, the police that, that move the prisoners for some reason they're moving Michael. Or you have Zombies original where two guys that kind of work there or whatever are pulling out a like fucked up inmate to rape pretty much and they pull him out and they're like oh i got a fucking brilliant fucking idea let's go rape this girl in michael myers's room and i love michael's room dude the fucking mask everywhere I all the way that. to the ceiling that. pretty yeah. much it's such a cool little chamber i used to not be able to watch this scene because it is it's very graphic but now i don't know it's way more fitting than when i watched the uh prisoner movement 
scene because that's just weird he's like john wick where he's fighting these and gets one to shoot themselves with a shotgun pretty much and then he rips out her throat i was like okay i get it i get why executives the producers would want something else rather than than the rape scene but the rape scene it just seems fitting because also he's not doing anything he's literally sitting there and he probably wouldn't even even bothered him but they started touching his mask they started grabbing his mask they started putting it on they started fucking with him and then he fucking murders them like it, it was awesome you get you get a good murder scene. i saw the one with the the prisoner transport yeah i agree with you that transport scene i don't get one don't like a it. why they're transporting him I, I get it loomis says oh i'm not gonna take care of you anymore that means he has to move and then i don't know why and i feel like he could have just very easily just showed a video of like it being halloween or a video of something that had to do with his past and that would have sparked his rebellion that would have sparked him to like become john wick like you said but they show nothing of why he does that and in even in that scene he murders a lot of like top guys like for instance one of those cops is bill mosley who does who's in every rob zombie movie who's awesome i love him that whole like group is a who's who of tom towels mm -hmm. who great actor with horror movies leslie eastbrook who plays the sergeant callahan from the police yeah. academy movies who was like the bombshell when i was a kid like it's a whole setup but it's a whole setup for like for nothing for nothing he though. didn't want to do it that wasn't his vision he did not want that scene oh he did okay. the rape okay. scene okay okay they didn't like that the test audience didn't like it the producers didn't like it well, they made yeah, him change scene. it it i know it's vicious it's vicious but it makes more sense for how he breaks out than anything else so how do you feel about danny trejo there you go that that's a couple spy kids right there danny trejo and the bully i don't like that scene i don't like you don't that like scene. that scene i don't i, I like don't. it i'm so upset by it i think the scene was needed yeah. to show that he was indifferent exactly and he was just a killer and that's why i don't like that scene no exactly he did put it in there for that reason and I, and, I, and right away you could tell any veteran of any kind of cinema especially anything that involves killing any horror cinema. You can easily tell that's the scene where you're trying to sell that he will kill anybody. If he'll yeah. kill the guy that was nice to him and took care of him for 20 years, 15 years. There's only two people he wouldn't kill, and that's his mom and his sister. I think if Danny wasn't so scared... Like, you see, like, Michael puts his hands out there. Danny's shaking to put these cuffs on him. That's showing already right there that, like, Michael's like, this fucking guy who's been helping me out for 20 years doesn't even trust me. I think that's pretty much yeah, why he's yeah. like, all right, I'm going to kill you. Exactly. Because, you know, I thought we were friends, but we're not kind of deal. So, Giant Michael now, I like this because we're, we're hitting the beats of the original now. Now he has to get that, you know, that, like, the mechanic suit. I'm going to cut that mask right off your face. Oh, the grizzly guy was like my favorite yes. character of like the whole the whole movie. That guy was so badass. You have giant Michael. You gotta have a fucking. You gotta get giant clothes. The bathroom scene. That would be Steve on the toilet. Oh man, that guy was dropping a glizzy. Hey brother, I just had a Taco Deluxe Supreme, <laughs> and I'm about to fight this thing out. You need to give me a minute. Yeah, let me pass this beast in I'm peace. I'm Joe Grizzly, bitch. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I love shit. that. I love that. <laughs> that guy was so awesome. I'm sorry, though, man. When you see those dirty-ass toes, though, I'm not fucking with whoever the fuck is across me. So now we get to the Strodes. Mr. Sandman is playing. We got a lot of OG. This this is how you do a homage 
to the original. This is how you pay tribute. The family is way different. I do love seeing the juxtaposition that Boo, I mean, technically, if Michael Myers doesn't do what he does, Boo grows up in a shitty-ass home. Yeah. Now, Boo yeah. is actually in a really lovely home with the Strodes and gonna have a way better life than she ever had with the Myers. So, there's a little bit of positivity in there. Michael comes home. Now, you know, this is where he gets his mask and it's about 55 minutes in. Now, this is where the remake takes place. Okay, okay, but let's let's talk about the mask for a second, though. So, again, I thought it was very weird the way Rob Zombie wedged it into the beginning of the movie, but then, what did he bury it underneath the house? Yeah, that was a little strange i was like when did he have time whoa, whoa, whoa after he killed them remember he went outside and sat with boo we don't know how much time has passed but i do love the mask i think it looks great i like i love the mask listen worn. okay yeah. if we're going to the mask I, I i love that mask i think it was super cool there's original with the weather and the detailed look yeah. it looks better than the new ones yeah it looks way better than the new one way better than the last three three halloween masks compared to that this one's way better outside of the first mask i'm a big fan of it so now we get to our main characters you know Lori Stroh. Annie, Linda. I love that Brad Dourif that we've mentioned before, Sheriff Lee Brackett is driving by and, and man, Linda goes ham in there. She's like, no, I, I'm not going to be caught in the bacon mobile. I was like, holy shit. <laughs> that was yeah, a great line. I thought that line. was so funny. <laughs> I thought that was so Makes hilarious. me nauseous. The casting was on point in this film. And then you have, you know, another Rob Zombie classic actor in all his films. R.I.P. Sid Haig. Matter kid, don't you like clowns? R.I.P. Sid Hage. I love Sid Hage as a great I love keeper. Him. I thought he was I, I think he's phenomenal Rob Zombie movies. What's scary to me is that Michael Myers is everywhere at all times and you never know where he is. When Linda and her boyfriend drive up in the van to the Myers house to go bang, they walk right in that fucking house and he's right upstairs on that outside porch area just fucking standing there. That type of shit, like when you think there's no one around around is the creepiest because michael's always around every time yep. someone walks yep. by something he's there but he just doesn't move and you don't he's like fucking drax you can't see him if he doesn't move he's invisible <laughs> and then we get this is these both of these murders is very reminiscent of the og halloween you know you got linda's boyfriend with the ghost like thing that he's wearing the sheet over his head and that was a great jump scare because he's he, we know michael's gonna get him but he's walking and then bam michael just takes him right into the wall picks him up with one hand and then holds him yep. there with a knife such a great scene then he puts it on you got the classic michael ghost michael walking up to linda and chokes her out just like the original he doesn't do it necessarily with the with the phone cord he does it with one fucking hand like a fucking animal a beast also for anyone that's keeping up with our bush series if you watch the rob zombie <laughs> version of halloween you get more bush in it i noticed watching the edited version that it's it's cut a little little bit above her waist yep Rob yeah. Zombie's version is not. I'll say this, you know what? 2023, the Bush is making a comeback, which I respect. So Loomis goes and buys a gun. That's a funny little bit where the, the gun owner's like, yeah, you can buy that one. That's okay if you want to just piss it off. <laughs> then we get to the Strode's kills. This is another jump scare that I thought was fucking terrific. Listen, be careful tonight. A lot of nutcases come out on Halloween. So Lori Strode leaves her parents. Her mom goes inside the house. The dad's like still having a smoke outside. He turns around, man, and Michael just comes up slicing his throat and pushing him through the door and then just throwing his body when Lori's mom turns around. That was such a brutal, quick jump scare. Great fucking scare. Is the monkey man real? But how cool is it though? So Annie is having sex with her boyfriend and here's Michael again, stalking, just staring. And it picks him up by his neck and it like, yeah. like cuts 
him up or whatever. Such a brutal scene, but I love this bit where Annie is running, trying to survive for her life, screaming, screaming. She gets out the door and she's so close to freedom. Michael pulls her back in, slams the door. Silence. I fucking right. love that silence. That that shot was great. Rob does a great job where he like repeats this scene, kind of like almost yeah. like like uh, George Lucas, kind of like the, the poetry of cinema. And I love. You're right. This is the Strode's bit too, right? When he goes right in that house. So too. I love tying that scene over when he goes into the Strode's house. Yeah. Where the dad is about to walk in, he just slices <laughs> the dad's neck and brings him inside. The goes door right shuts. in, and the camera sits on the outside of the house. Yes, yes. So I, I noticed those two scenes tying together. That was gold. I, I loved it. He's come back for his baby sister. I love though that Laurie goes to drop off Lindsay, and this is where he finds Annie on the ground, the boyfriend hanging with the jack lantern over his head. This is such a creepy moment, and she goes to talk on the phone. Fucking Michael's there behind the door the whole time, man. I love all these these scenes. Oh, that was awesome. Yes. Yeah, that was super and cool. And he just walks up to the body and he like touches. Because I was like, I see the door closing and I'm like, okay, yeah. And then you I'm like, oh Michael. shit. Yeah, you see Michael. Yeah, like this cool is too. awesome. This is so cool. I don't, I don't know how people didn't appreciate this as much. So we get the chase scene. I do like that we get cops involved. The cop is at the door and he's like, hey, it's o- it's okay to come out. And they're like, no, it's fucking not. The kids are like, don't open the fucking door. Lori's like, all right, I'm thinking it's okay. And then bam, just stabbed, blood shooting out of his mouth. And I'm like, this door's not going to keep Michael out anyways. That was a cool little bit scene there. I like that it is ambiguous. So in the original, the whole time we're thinking, yeah, this guy is just going to kill Lori Strode. This one, he's not, I don't think he's trying to kill his sister. I think he just wants to be with his sister at home. And that that's, that's the end of it. As psycho or as crazy as that is, I think that's the end of the story. Once he got her home, he was fine. He gave her the picture. He's like, this is it. I do like because Zombie mentioned that he did have a, a scene where Michael would say boo. But the picture was enough. Yeah, the picture was enough. So Loomis catches up with them, shoots him like three times or whatever, saves Laurie Strode. We have the classic line, you know, was that the boogeyman? And he's, as a matter of fact, that was the boogeyman. That was the boogeyman. And then we got another good jump scare right here, man. Right through the fucking window, he pulls out Laurie Strode. And we're back in it again. You thought it was over. It's not over with yet. So now we're at the 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 mono mono. Lori Strode gets beat the fuck up, man. When she drops out of that ceiling, her face is just brutal. Like that acting bit was great right there. I love that. He does do an awesome rhino fucking ram scene right out the fucking second floor. Oh, and he takes her right out now. through. Yeah, yeah, that was insane. Yeah, I didn't understand like why he had to do that though. I think he was just tired of chasing her. Yeah, <laughs> like, he's he's like, like, I'm fuck fucking this. grabbing a hold of you, bitch. He's like, I'm trying to tell you, I am not killing you. I am yeah. your brother. And, and he's already been stabbed at this case by her and shit. Exactly. So, but I love this scene at the end. This is very Texas Chainsaw Massacre. This is like you seen the breaking point of her uh, mental state. When she's holding that gun, yep. pulling yep. the trigger a couple times yep. and when it goes yep. off. Yep. That screaming, that shrieking, that, that blood curdling. Like mental state fucked. And that's the cool thing, too, about if you do go into Halloween 2, again, there's two fucking versions of it. And this one, at least, is very, very different. If you watch the theater cut, Lori Strode is going through it as a damage, but dealing with it kind of way. You watch zombies, it's damaged and angry. Like, she fucking shits on everyone, and she's just pissed off at everyone. So I like it. I like that he carries on that trauma, because you see it at the end of this film. She is fucked. There's no recovery from what's going on right now. I love this ending. 
And if it was it, that that would have been fine with me. That was a good solo. I li- I liked the ending too. I liked the pulling the trigger. I like him grabbing the gun and it the going off, and then her screaming with the blood in her face. I love yeah. I love that. It's a, a visceral image. It actually reminds me of us talking about The Hills of Eyes, the original one, yeah. and even Straw Dogs, where you're talking about films where the point to the film, in my opinion, is to show the breaking point of the human psyche, and that is that there. And I think Rob does a great job with that. So I would say this. Yeah, Rob Zombie's Halloween has is, is definitely aged well. It has it aged has. well for sure. So I like it, and I and I think he's done unique stuff with with Michael, and and it's not the original, but I, I to me it's the best I can think of remake wise for a horror franchise. I mean, it's the only if you if you think about it this way, it's the only remake with a sequel. It did well enough to get a sequel. <laughs> you get the Halloween, the three Halloweens after. No, well, th- those are all sequels. It's not They're a remake. Awesome. I'm saying they out are, of remakes. There, there, that's true. Out cause, of remakes, Freddy. Freddy right now she only got. One. Nightmare didn't get yeah, a sequel. Nightmare only got the one. only Fire one is one. Texas Chainsaw Massacre got a prequel. It has one before it. So what are right, we? Uh, what are we leaving in the Myers house? All right. Well, I'm gonna leave those nasty ass circus peanut candies. <laughs> no one needs to touch those. Those things make psychopath clearly. We can leave that those candies in the Myers house on that table. So what I'm gonna leave in the Myers house is I'm gonna leave. You know, clearly this kid just needed a outlet to release himself with. I'm gonna be leaving some glue and some water and some newspaper to make math, so he can paper mache some masks. Yes. So he can be more yeah, of a serial right. killer than he already was. <laughs> like, what the I thought you were gonna. I, when you said glue, I was like, he's gonna huff glue. Just gonna no, no, no. <laughs> glue, glue, water, and paper mache. Make you better. can make some great masks with that. All right, Nibar. No, you don't. Nibar's gonna leave. He's gonna leave the the Spy Kids 3D glasses that the bully wore <laughs> with the. <laughs> Michael Myers killed the Spy Kid, man. He killed the Spy Kid. I did not know that. That is a fun fact. Everybody, please send us an email at Tripping the Woods Podcast. That's you want to Tripping in the woods. Tripping. Tripping in the woods. Tripping in the woods. Thank y'all for listening to another episode of Tripping in the Woods Podcast, man. I don't know where my friends went, but if you guys are still alive, it'd be real cool if you came back for more. (laughs) 